Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's shift back over to baseball right now and talk to uh, Mike Exisa, who covers Major League Baseball for CBSSports.com. A lot to get into with Mike on baseball. Mike, it's great to have you on the show tonight. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. So we're done negotiating, it would appear, between these two sides. The, the, um, the, the, you know, the, it's, it seems like at least the players are done. Uh, they rejected the owner's proposal. Um, are, we, are we at the nuclear stage now? Is this going to be Manfred putting the season together? Or is there going to be a Hail Mary by the owners? What do you think this thing looks like? I think there might be a Hail Mary attempt, but I don't think the union is going to hear it at this point unless, unless there's just a major concession on MLB's part, like they're willing to do full prorated salary for, for 70-something games. I think then they would get the union's attention, but I don't see that happening. I think, I think MLB, they might try to extend the novel branch, I think the union's pretty much done at this point. They're just, they kind of boxed Manfred into a corner last night. They said, you know, just tell us when to play. So now either Manfred's going to schedule a 50-something game season, which yeah. nobody's going to like and I'll have to explain, or he'll have to schedule a 70-something game season, and everyone will say, why didn't you do that in the first place? So I think the union's done here, and, and eventually it'll just be Manfred. He could unilaterally schedule a season, and that's what he'll end up doing. That's interesting, Mike, that you said that it's a 50-game season nobody will like. And I understand where you're coming from. Do you think it's that most people won't like it because it's 50 games or because of how they arrived at it? Uh, it's probably a combination of both. Yeah. You know, I think ultimately MLB is offering us just less baseball. and it feel, There's no, there's no like, government body. There's no health officials saying they can't play right now. You know, maybe it's not a smart idea to play just given some of the conditions around the country, but there's no there's no law body here saying you can't play. It feels like they, if they wanted to, they could be doing spring training right now, but they're not. They keep offering us less games and and I think I think fans are certainly sick of the back and forth bickering and I just think less baseball is bad. You know, MLB had a chance to be the only game in town for a few months here or at least a few weeks here. And they totally blew that. You know, even if every fan comes back at some point, any chance they had to to, to cultivate new fans, they've missed it. And uh, I think people are just kind of sick of hearing these two sides fight. And they they just want sports. They want more baseball, and MLB's not giving it to them. Yeah, stick with that for a second, Mike. We're talking to Mike Exisa of CBSSports.com. The the missed opportunity, you know, could have started the games on the 4th of July, which would have been obviously a real good kind of feel-good thing. They would have had the sports landscape to themselves. Um, what is it about baseball where they're so short-sighted 
that they don't see that opportunity and that there may be some, you know, some dollars that don't necessarily show up on a balance sheet, but that there's some intrinsic value to doing that. I mean, is this, you know, is this, is this symptomatic of what's been wrong with baseball for a while now? Yeah, I think so. It, and ultimately it comes down to, I, I don't want to call it greed, but that's basically what it is. The owners yeah. are trying to get as much money out of the sport as possible. And they, they're business owners. That's what they're entitled to do. But it seems like they're, they're doing it to the point where they're actively hurting the sport. Like the draft was last week. They cut it from 40 rounds to five rounds. And there's no baseball reason for that. There's, there's no benefit there whatsoever. That's all about just cutting costs and saving money. They're going to do it again next year. Next year it'll be 20 rounds. They're going to contract a few minor league teams. Their teams released a bunch of minor leaguers. It's all about just saving money. And everything, they just look at the way they act. Everything MLB teams are doing is about just the bottom line and running the most efficient, the most ruthlessly efficient operation they can. And, I mean, they're telling us who they are. They're telling us the priority is the bottom line here. And, no, there are certain things they should not do because it's not in the best interest of the sport. Ultimately, the owners, they're stewards of the game. They should be looking out for the game long term, but it just doesn't seem to be happening. And, and I mean, I guess that's their right. They're private business owners. They could run their business however they want. But as fans, as paying customers, you don't have to like it. And, and uh, I don't know. It just seems like the way things have gone this last these last few weeks, I mean, it started out as a shutdown because of the pandemic, obviously. But at this point, this is a labor battle. Yeah. This, is, this is a lockout, essentially. Um, you know, I, I just think people are, are pretty sick of it, especially especially now. If you remember in 94, 95, I mean, that was just a strike and it was a labor thing. You put the pandemic on top of it now and people absolutely do not want to hear this. And uh, some people may not come back. It's, it's going to hurt people. It's going to hurt baseball down the line. And I don't know. It just it seems like MLB doesn't really care. Yeah, that's okay. So that's interesting because that was going to be my next question. Is it baseball, assuming that, that Manfred puts some sort of season together, they're still going to come back, even with all the the dragging of feet that they've been doing over the last three or four weeks, because they, I mean, they were glacial in getting these proposals back and forth to each other at first. Um, they're still going to come back to a sports landscape that's relatively barren when they come back. You know, there's basketball is still presumably be a couple of weeks away. Football is still, uh, you know, a month and a half away after that. They're going to have the sports landscape to themselves. So that goes to what you just talked about, you know, viewership, ratings, um, you know, just, uh, you know, the, whatever measurement of popularity you want to use. Do we, do you think we still see a spike up in ratings just because everybody is so starved for sports right now? Yeah, I think so. I think ultimately, I mean, people, they want to watch sports. They're really exactly what you said. They're starved for sports. Um, doesn't mean they're going to watch it and be happy about it. You know, they're going to kind of, kind of <laughs> hold their nose and watch for a little while. I guess I'll watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll hold their nose and watch and, right. and not be happy about it. But, but yeah, I mean, fans are they're going to want to watch something, and and people will watch, of course. I mean, they're they're not going to be fans in the stands a lot, I don't think, and that that's really the at the core of the whole financial argument. But it's very it's very off putting. It's just they've made it so hard to be a baseball fan right now because they're just it doesn't seem like it just doesn't seem like one side the owners here they're not doing everything possible to give us baseball, and that should be the priority here is giving fans baseball, and and they're just they're just not doing it. So, yeah, people are going to watch because they want to watch sports. Uh, but, you know, once the NBA returns, the NHL returns, I mean, they're going to jump right into their playoffs, basically. I mean, yeah. are you going to watch regular season baseball or spring training baseball if it drags on that long? Are you going to watch that or are you going to watch another sport in their postseason? You're probably going to watch the playoffs. So yeah. MLB might have uh, might have painted themselves into a corner there. 
So I'm talking to Mike Exisa of CBSSports.com. We're talking some Major League Baseball. Um, so, I, you know, my feeling, and I know I'm not alone in this. This isn't, you know, any uh, revolutionary take that I'm having here. But it, it feels like the owners and the players have been kind of in tandem negotiating the next CBA while they've been doing this. You know, afraid of setting precedents on either side that the other side could use against them 18 months from now. Um, is this, now that that's been kind of brought to the forefront, you know, there's probably a lot of fans that didn't even know the CBA was up after last, uh, after next season. And now everybody knows it is because that's been a part of the, you know, part of this story is the pending, pending labor stoppage that, that could come up in a year and a half. Is this, is this as a, as a fan and a media member covering the sport, is this the longest, maybe darkest labor cloud that's going to hang over the sport that you can remember? Like, this is going to be a topic for the next year and a half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And 94, I remember, I was, I was young when that happened, but I remember it being kind of a cloud over the sport. It wasn't, it wasn't an everyday topic, but it was kind of in the back of everyone's minds, whereas now, I mean, this is front and center. And It's like they had a warm-up, Mike. They're like, they, this is like they got to scrimmage for the next CBA negotiation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, baseball does return. We're all going to remember what happened before this, and then... Next season, I mean, I mean, are they going to have full stands next season? I don't know. I mean, nobody really knows right now, and it's it's just going to be like a reminder that what we went through this year, what's coming. Um, I understand, you know, MLB, uh, the Players Association. I mean, they're sticking to their guns with prorated pay, and I completely agree with that because if they cave here every single time, revenue is not what MLB expects. Every time there's a dip in attendance, they're going to go to the players and try to get them to take another cut. I mean, if you. You don't think MLB is going to do that? You just haven't been paying attention to the way they operate. So I get the I get why the players' association is sticking to that. There, I've seen some arguments that maybe the the players should be willing to make some concessions now to set themselves up better for the future. Maybe you get a higher minimum salary, some sort of protection for free agency. Like you know, teams can reduce their payroll a certain amount this offseason because teams are going to cut payroll after losing all this money. That that's a good idea in theory, but. That's just not how labor negotiations work. I mean, you're going to change the sports economic landscape. That's not something you could do over like an email chain or a Zoom call. That takes like months of work, and they're going to have they're, both sides are going to run the numbers, make sure it works out. They're going to have their lawyers look it over. That's not something they could do really quickly when you're trying to get baseball on as soon as possible. So there's not really much they could do now to address the CBA. But absolutely, I mean, this is this is basically a precursor to that. And what we're seeing right now is. I mean, it's really just the tip of the iceberg. I think next year has the potential to get really ugly. And I think I think uh, certainly right now the chances of a work stoppage are greater than they have been at any point in the last 25 years, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. You brought up free agency. You know, there <laughs> there's not going to be a break in the acrimony. You know, like, like, when, when, you know during the offseason, maybe there'd be a little out of sight, out of mind with baseball. So we're talking about other things, football, basketball. But free agency was already something that was a huge point of contention between these two sides. This is going to be, I mean, like this is, you know, like Game of Thrones, the long night. Like this is the long winter coming up for free agency because not only, not only are owners not wanting to spend more already before the COVID, but now they've got all these cost-cutting measures are going to be putting in place. It's going to get crazy acrimonious between these two sides, right? Yeah, and it even goes beyond uh, free agency. I think with arbitration, there were already rumblings that teams are going to just non-tender players who are maybe good players but uh, are making not enough below their market worth where it's, you know, do we want to pay this guy $3 million to be our fifth best reliever when we can get somebody to do it for a third of the salary? You know, that's the kind of question they're going to be 
you know, in the past it would just be whatever, just keep the guy in and we'll be fine, we'll have the depth. But this offseason it's talked there's gonna be a lot of non tenders and that's gonna flood the market, you know, there'd be that many more free agents and, and teams are just not gonna spend more. I mean they're 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 taking they're losing a lot of money and I understand that and I'm somewhat sympathetic there, but they're gonna pass the save they're gonna pass the the burden down to the players at some point and free agency is obviously the place to do that. You know, the guys like Mookie Betts and GT Real Muto, those guys are going to be fine. I mean, probably, but I think they'll be fine. It's really the, the mid-range free agents, yeah. the second-tier guys who are really going to get hammered hard. And and I just don't know if there's there – I'm not sure there's anything the union could have done to protect those guys now because, I mean, this all started because of the pandemic. It was unforeseen. And no, free agency has not been great the last few years. It bounced back this offseason with, you know, the Gerber Cole, Strasburg, and Anthony Rendon contracts. Those were good contracts. Before that, though, I mean, it was pretty rough, and yeah. it just seems like it's going to be even worse now. Uh, Mike Exis of CBSSports.com joining me, talking some MLB. Mike, on the field, is there a particular team or a style of team that a short season favors over others? I think it'll certainly be important to have just pitching depth in general because spring training is going to be really short, and teams are not going to extend their starters so you're going to need a lot of relievers. I think the I think the Rays are a team that could really kind of make some headaches there because they have so many good, uh, just a lot of good depth overall. I'm not sure there's a specific style of play that would suit a shorter season. It's the shorter the season, the more like wild and crazy things could happen. I think a team like the White Sox who have so much young talent, guys like that could really just if you give them a 50 games to just kind of go nuts and do whatever you can. A team with a lot of young talent. Uh, they could really, I don't want to say surprise some people because I think a lot of people expect the White Sox to be good, but I feel like that's a that's the kind of team uh, that could either go really boom or bust, you know, in a 50-game in a season. They could be great or guys could all fall on their face and be horrible. So I think pitching depth would be the first important thing just because he's, you're not going to be able to run your race out there for seven innings right out the bat. It's it's uh, you're gonna need it. You're gonna need that depth, and I don't know. I think teams with really young, exciting players, uh, they have a chance to kind of do some do some crazy things on either end of the spectrum. Mike Exisa covers MLBCBSSports.com. He is a writer for them. You can get him on Twitter at Mike Exisa. A X I S A is how you spell that. Mike, really appreciate the time on a Sunday evening. Keep up the great work. Thanks. All right, there it is, Mike Exisa. A little baseball talk. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.